What up? Welcome to a podcast from Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 338. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, posting, phone issues, headphones, shoes, concerts, Microsoft's, Activision, Pot Talk, the Sudan, casinos, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Yabba dabba do. Snappy's coming to you. Um, I didn't look up Brad's stuff <laughs> in time and I couldn't get to it. My bad. No, I think the freestyle's better, you know, coming off the top. I don't even fucking understand last week's. And then I didn't either after I listened to it, you know, and after I listened to a couple episodes, you can tell I've either been really fucking tired or my old Xanax days are coming back because I started to sound like I was fucking mumbling. It was bad. Well, it's all the rap music you listen to these days. Got you mumbling. Man, I was like, I, it was like two episodes ago. Surprised you didn't call me out on it. I couldn't understand hardly anything I said. Well, the feedback I get from other people, they just they say they see you as just like the redneck buddy. And so to me, I mean, I guess the mumble play, you're just like the boomhauer, you know, if they can't understand it, that's fine. <laughs> I know I've even been called out on my topic this week and I'm like, well, fuck, I get so excited. All the words are there. I swear. I don't. I mean, uh, that's actually, well, I think that was actually one of the few things on my list. Um, but we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Mo, if y'all want to go support this, this fucking shit show of a show, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, if you give a dollar more a month, you can get early access to the episodes. If you give enough, you can be a co-producer and be shouted out like my mother, Marshall, the Darmanish to bear. It's your boy, H2.com, Graveyard Entertainment, and Forgotten One, a.k.a. the Eft One. You know, I'm going to eventually just switch to the Eft One, I think, but we'll see. Um, we also have a merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast mo. I mentioned on the episode with Koopy that I haven't honestly logged in in a long time. I don't even know if it's still up, but I'm assuming it is. So I talk about it every week, but I guess I need to actually log in and do some research. Um, but yeah, so I do notice with your post, I'm, and I'm trying not to hate because I'm the same way when I type stuff. Sometimes I just assume people are going to read the same cadence I do and they're going to imply the certain commas and pauses. And uh, But yeah, there's shit you type that I'm like, I don't. I can't even yeah. start to understand what you're Man, trying to say. Even after reading it, it's like I kind of I get where y'all's coming from, but like I'm usually ranting in a mood. And I'm typing really fast. I don't proofread shit, man. I just like, fucking hit send. I know you get mad that you mentioned four o'clock to salesman, and they get upset, and so you don't like that. I get that gist, but every time you word it, I'm like, I don't. What the fuck is he trying yeah. to say about you know? But I know it's just because you're angry at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a few other times. There's something else you top this week where i was like i don't know and then i think that's when someone commented i don't remember what it was though um yeah it happens but yeah but i'm not a good topper either you know i have so and many got, topos and shit. i got fucking big hands these little bitty touch screens i'm lucky i even get in the same fucking vicinity yeah for some reason every time i think i hit the space bar i hit an n so if anyone ever gets just one big word from me with ends the ends are supposed to be spaces well see i'm opposite it's like when i need an n or something right down there it always it's a, a step over and i'm like fuck yeah, and I broke my. I've been mad at Kubi since I got this phone. Uh, she bought me this goddamn liquid gel glass protector, right? And I was pissed because I was like, I don't want it, but I had to use it because she got it for me. And I just preferred the other top. And uh, it made, I was like, I can't remove it. And so I cracked it a while ago over here, real small one, not a big deal. This week, cracked it fucking huge right here, right? Biggest crack I've ever had on a phone. I'm not one of people that normally crack a phone, <laughs> but it was like, it looked like a little shattered grass because the way the liquid screen was. So I took a knife. And started trying to pry that shit out because I was like, well, I'll just get down the original glass, right? And in the process of doing that, at some point in time, I hit a pixel that disabled everything half of my screen down. And so it was just black, the bottom half of my screen. And I was like, well, God damn it. And I, it worked because if I knew where to press, it would yeah. still work and shit. Uh, but it was really inconvenient. So then I just kept fucking with cleaning out the glass. And when I took another piece out, it came back. And so then I didn't touch it anymore, and I've just left it how it is right now because I have the full screen. But I got this big ass fucking no glass part in the <laughs> middle, and uh, yeah, that is pretty weird looking over and seeing you have a ghetto phone. 
I mean, it's it, it, well because, because it's cracked, it's ghetto now, right? For I, sure, you know. But it, yeah, it's uh, weird. And I've me and Kubi have discussed me getting an iPhone. Now I've never wanted an Apple phone myself. And the reasoning, if anyone ever cares, is because I loved iPods and I owned an iPod all the time. And so when iPhones came out, I was like, why on earth do I need a second iPod? That's what I keep me on the sound. What the fuck I just said? But I was like, why do I need a second iPod? Uh, that is a phone. I already have an iPod. So I could just didn't make sense, right? But now I don't really have an iPod because who the fuck has an iPod these days? And uh Koopy has an iPhone and Dude, she's they like, they did fade out, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Actually the Bose kind of took over the whole headphone shit. Or well, the, I mean, the, the, AirPods, beat, the beats and yeah, yeah. Beats, AirPods, AirPods and, are still a thing and uh it's AirPods I think is a horrible name, by the way. But uh I have, you know, wireless these Samsung buds. I think they're fucking great. Uh, I mean I th- I love wireless headphones. I mean I think they've changed the game. That's what I called in on was just like some JL audios and yeah, man. They're cool. Yeah, I don't I don't know why I love it so much, but uh everything just sounds like they've just even I don't think people realize back when we had like the styrofoam earphones, you know, they just went flat against your ears. Right. I love that, you know, at the time, but like in hindsight, it's like we you got the horrible quality. It sounded like you're listening to the shit out of fucking. You had to cans. rig it up and hold it just right, and yeah. And uh, I remember I was the dumb fucking kid in early high school to junior high phase. I had those huge fucking headphones, like way too fucking big, but with the core, like before Beats existed, but they were kind of like Beats. And I used to get hated on. And then Beats came out, and all of a sudden, they were cool. And I was like, oh, fuck y'all, all right, because they're $300, all of a sudden, it's cool, you know? Because y'all were making fun of me when I had these big-ass fucking headphones for my fidelity-needing self. Um, Man, anyway. I, I was always, I did, I like the headphones because the little ear things, they always hurt my ears. The insides of my ears, they like rub them raw or something. I don't know. I didn't like it. See, I'm I loved I've always loved the ones that go inside your ear. Uh whenever those came out, I was like, fuck yeah. And everyone was like, this is gonna be dangerous. Well, I was like, I'm all for it. They've gotten better because there's certain brands that like are more comfortable. For sure. I have really small ear holes, I guess. I don't know. So like mine, I can just put the smallest ones on the headphones they normally work. But my dad, for instance, he's always like, I need bigger. They're going to fall out of my ear. And I'm like, yeah, your ear holes are massive. Like the ones I got now, I actually like. But it was a uh, like the ones that always attached to the string that came with the phone, like the little generic, the little right. bitty ones. Those would hurt the fuck out of my ears. Well, Koopy, which Koopy has uh, AirPods, so they're a little different. But I don't like the way it's just plastic. You know, and it's just like plastic that goes. I like the rubber sponginess. <laughs> right. I need that a little bit for me. Uh but people love the fucking AirPods, so and she has the old AirPods. I think the new ones do have spongy shit. So for people, correct me with your dumb Apple shit. Um, but I haven't hated my iPad, so I could see having an Apple phone. But I'd also it's gonna be weird because I don't want to do anything on them. Whereas and I can do all kinds of shit on my Android. You know, I'm just so used to it. Yeah, I don't even like every time I get a new Android, I automatically get whatever OtterBox they have, and I've never cracked a phone. Right, and see, I, I drop them. 10, 15 times a day. See, this the only reason it cracked was it, it actually happened to fall face, screen down on a rock. Uh, <laughs> like, it was a very specific... <laughs> and I went, okay. motherfucker. <laughs> like, uh, so, it is what it is. But, and it still works. I'm going to keep it going. I'm one of these people... There was a time I cared a lot about having the new technology, but now I kind of like, like to let it keep it going, you know? See how long we can make this motherfucker last. Hell yeah, we ain't trying to spend no extra money. Sure. Well, and I'm still... Uh, and because Kubi's like, we should just get you on my phone plan because you're an adult. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But if my mom is going to never bring it up and just keep paying for my phone, why on earth am I going to voluntarily say, hey, take me off your phone plan? Not to mention, I've had my f- same phone number since I was 15 years old. And I don't know what the process is like. <laughs> but that Kubi's like, you could just get on my phone. plan. I'm like, yeah, I understand. I can. Uh, and every time I bring it up to my He's mom like, in the past, she's like, well, I think it'll like make ours go up if we get rid. Like she's like, yours was the original line, and I was like, oh okay. So somehow, like their whole plan's based on it. I don't know. I'm I'm sure they could figure it out, but I'm just if it comes a time where I'm like, I need a new phone, and people that don't know we have U.S. Cellular in Oklahoma, and they have annoying ass commercials, but they still kind of keep that rewards program going. So it's like you get points for every month you pay your bill or some shit, and so after a couple years, they'll be like. You have enough points to upgrade your phone. And then if that happens for me, I'm like, fuck yeah. And it normally does because my parents are like, who gives a fuck? I mean, we get thousand dollar phones for like 200 bucks. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty cool. And so but normally I'm the one that gets the new one. And my parents get like 
some other shit. But re- recently, my dad got a new one, so I just don't know how all that works. You know, I'm not, I'm not well, sure. Last time I held out too long, and then I just it, the <coughs> phone just stopped working overnight. Yeah, well, right now I can't charge it in the normal port. Uh, I try to clean it out, and it worked for a little bit, but it takes nine hours to charge it fully. Like the SMA used to take one hour, so there's something wrong. Something's gotten there, but I have the little charging pad you can set it on, and it wirelessly charges, and that's fine. So that's how it works um, at the moment. But it's, things are just slowly falling I, apart. My mind did the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, I, like, I, I, I had to make the same. Uh, yeah. I had to go get the little thing it sets on as well. And everyone's like, well, that's convenient, but it's not because you can't use it. You have to set it char- on there fucking perfect. Yeah, and then it's you can't touch it because <laughs> it's being charged, you know, or whatever. So it is a pain in the ass. Um, one of the things you tweeted about, or tweeted, uh, Facebook did it about, was hard shoes. And uh, how you can't find hard shoes anymore. And I listened to a revisionist history podcast. I believe that's what this was. Or some podcast about shoes and feet and stuff. And there is this movement. And uh, I'm not saying you agree one way or the other. But you should embrace the soft shoes is what they say. right? Or going barefoot even. And how like humans feet. If you didn't wear shoes ever. Like if you could just somehow not or whatever. You should have as much feeling in your toes and feet. As you do in your palms and fingers. On the bottom of your feet. Like you should be able to walk on carpet. And feel just like if you put your hand on it. You could feel every fiber of carpet. But not with your foot. You walk over with your foot and you're like. I don't know. It's no, just I something. I got tender feet man. I like I like comfort. But it's got to be sturdy enough. to Right. Well they, the, the thing is. It's saying we're sterilizing or uh, desensitizing our feet by wrapping them up with hard shoes all the time. And then that makes it where that's leaving a bunch of health problems, like back problems and different shit is because your feet don't have that intimate connection with the ground. But I, as someone who I don't know, I wear fucking shoes every day, you know, and I'm, uh, I've never, I haven't made the move yet, but I have thought about it. Like getting those little toe shoes that have like the real <laughs> flexible bottom. I tried a pair of Hey Dudes on and they felt super comfortable, but I took a step and I could just feel the whole ground. There wasn't enough meat between me and the ground. <laughs> right. I haven't took the step, but apparently that is the way to do it. That's good somehow for you to feel the ground. No. But I would think it would hurt the fuck out of my heels. I get sorry, getting shin splits like, and shit. I just like, I was like, there's no way I can do this. No. Well, I remember the first pair of really, really light shoes I remember because my dad got a pair. And my dad, um, I mean, he's fun. He's a fun guy. But he's always been like, he just wear my hand-me-downs. Me and him were about the same size by the time I became like adult-sized man. You know, wore the same size clothes for the most part. And so he'll just like, fuck, I'll wear that. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. Well, if you don't want it. So he would just always be wearing my old clothes and shit. So he's always like kind of mine. But at one point in time, he like, when I was winning, he wanted a pair of K-Swisses. And so he got a pair of K-Swisses and they were like the way less than half of a pound or so like then it was a big deal was, i remember it was like part of their shit their commercials and he put them on and he was like talking about how great they were but you could like pick one up and it was like it floated it was weird i was like oh i couldn't do this <laughs> so i remember that's when it started i uh i'm sure people remember like over a year ago i ordered a pair of nakis they mailed me two pairs and i was real fucking pissed it's like never again naki but I'm actually still wearing the first pair of those. Like to this day, I'm still having. You just mad about getting an extra pair of shoes? Oh, they charged me for it. Oh, okay. And then whenever I send, they oh, said yeah, I could yeah, send yeah. it back, but I had to pay the shipping. And I was like, "Well, that's horseshit." You're right. And so okay. since then, I made an account because they said if I had an account, then it would have all been covered. And I'm like, "Well." So anyway, I made an account because Coopy wanted a pair of shoes, and I bought her a pair of Nike's for her birthday. And so uh, she was like, "Why don't you wear those new pair?" And I was like, "Well," and the same thing with the phone. I because I have a brand new pair of these exact shoes. But I'm like, oh, I don't want to open those and dirty those when I have these that are fine. Okay, and the other thing is like them squishy tops. Most people's toes, you know, when you hit something, they bend. Mine are fused together since the surgery. They don't fucking bend. So if I wanted to walk around stubbing my toe all the time, I wouldn't wear shoes. That's supposed to protect me and fucking not make my foot hurt. I just don't, that fucking, it just feel like fucking... Right. I mean, the shoes I have right now, I'm feeling they have like a, a sturdy front, but the top's a little soft, but not like soft, soft. I mean, mine yeah. are like. I mean, I want the inside of the shoes. shoe to be soft. Yeah. Mine are, they look like Air Forces, but they're not, you know, whatever those fucking other versions are. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm going to bait when I'm going to pull out my new ones or whatever. But something that I, happened to me forever, and this is, just mentioned shoe shopping in general. I was going to 
what's that walls or whatever they have like shoes sometimes and you know i don't i don't normally go to walmart i did for a pair of mowing shoes because i spent five dollars on them i was like well hell, this is great but i was buying all these shoes and i kept wearing through them like in the exact same spot on my foot so about the way i walk i would just wear a hole in the sole of my shoes the exact same spot and i was like this motherfucker so the fact that these i ordered directly from Nike have lasted so long i'm like i feel like the that's the key is fuck all these stores you gotta just go straight to the source and um and i always tried to you know like I didn't go straight to the source, but I was always trying to tell mom growing up, quit buying the Walmart and pay less. You know, you have to buy shoes every month. You give me a pair of Nikes, I got a pair of shoes for a year. Yes, you paid more. You paid $60 more, but you actually saved in the end. Right. There's a very famous, uh, I want to say it's like, uh, God damn it, Mark Twain. I think like some old story of his of how like the rich man prices the boot that you need. You only need one pair of boots for the year. It, Thirty dollars, but the poor man buys a ten dollar boots. They buy four times a year because they think it's cheaper. You know, whatever. It's right. like, more or less that whole uh, thing, and that is how it is. Sometimes you just. Um, I mean, so basically, as soon as I got a job, like, or in, my brother was the same way. We just ordered our own shoes and clothes. <laughs> From right. that point on, it was like if we wanted it, we just worked, I'll still worked, went and got it. I'll always remember, and it's weird because I don't care so much about sports now, but there was a time I cared a great deal about them. And just having like the East Bay magazines and shit in class, and you'd be looking through them like, oh, what if I ordered this? <laughs> I never was going to order any of that, but I just remember looking through. Yeah, it. no, <laughs> yes, I, so cool. you always had a want list, but I never yeah. ordered anything but shoes from there. Well, I, I love the internet. I'm not even one of these people that complain about technology, but it'll be hard for people to imagine how just big of it old magazines and catalogs and all that was because you don't seek that shit unless you go to a doctor's office. When else do you ever see a magazine or catalog? You just never do. But that used to be a thing, like. <clears throat> Did you see that? Uh, I don't know if it's real or fake, but there was news out about that concert in Vegas with the same people. The, the emo uh, bands, huh? The emo bands, yeah, yeah. And it was like three hundred bands in like fucking two stages one day. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, and people hundred band. I fuck, I don't know. It's ridiculous. People love it, and what I've seen because I have some emo friends on Facebook and other uh, social media. They they're all be like, well, there weren't this many emos when I was growing up, and here's how I'm gonna explain that. Um, that's because that was just your high school and your class. But whenever it's the whole fucking United States and all the years of the classes, not to mention people even now think they're emo. You know, I'm not saying they aren't, but they're not like I was in high school during the big hair emo phase. Like that was my actual like that was a scene for some kids that I enjoyed the music. But I was like, why do y'all's hair look like that? I know, but like this is the same directors that put on the Astro World fiasco. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, well, no one cares about that anymore. I mean, no one cares about Travis Scott. I don't even think about that. I mean, that went away pretty, pretty quietly. I know, right? I mean, it's just the world we live in. What's going to happen is in a few years, someone will make a documentary about it and people get riled up about it again. Just, and that'll boost the sales of whatever album he puts out at the time. And it'll rinse But I'm just kind of confused as why that they would get people on video of the Capitol right building and charge them. Why can't they get video of the fans breaking down the gates and charge them? These are way different charges. One is break entering a federal building, and the that's one's reason murder. They care. Yeah, but no one cares about a, a riot in a, a public place, but people going into a building. I mean, that's why they care. Now, I'm not saying they should care they about the... went into a building and didn't, no, one got, no one died. Yeah, they did. At the Capitol building? Yeah, like four people died. Oh. But now, if you want to go further, because that's what people are going to say, it's going to be, well, the Secret Service killed them. It wasn't the people that rotted. It was the government yeah, that killed those people. I just think the fans of breaking down bar barriers not following rules should be charged. Well, probably, but... That's how I feel about it. it. I mean, I would say it's... You kind of have to kind of put on the organizers of it for allowing that situation it, to be able to happen. That uh, should be charged as well. Yeah, I mean... the. It was horrible, but no one cares. I mean, that's just all there is to it. No one cares. It's crazy. Anymore. It's crazy. <laughs> about the it's almost the same type of deal, but no one fucking cares. Well, and again, no one really cares about the January 6th thing. I don't think. It's just, uh, the. I mean, for political reasons, people care. People that are like super liberal, they care because they're like, it was an insurrection. I was like, okay, what was their plan? What was their, They were going to do a coup? Who was going to be president? I mean, who was going to be there? They're going to take over the military? I mean, because the word insurrection, I think, makes it bad to me. That's the thing. Now, I think they should be charged in the sense of like, they went there with some ill will, some of the people, but then again, you see videos of cops opening gates and opening doors, and maybe that's just out there to confuse the narrative or something. I don't know. I think they should probably be charged with something, but to act like they were going to murder people uh, in the Capitol thing is odd. You know, I think people are taking it a little too extreme. Um, I saw 
a couple of cop videos this week. I saw one where a Fayetteville cop uh, shot a guy he ran over. Like, he pulled up and ran over the guy and then shot him. What the fuck? And it was like, well, that's pretty crazy. And then I saw another one. This one was actually a little more scary. They tased the guy inside of a cop. Uh, yeah, where they book people and shit. And he caught on fire. Like, I don't know if he had, like, too much to drink or what. But, like, whole body lit on fire when he got tased. And I was like, oh, my God. So then he the was guy, covered in alcohol or gasoline. One of the something, right. And he died. Because like his brain melted or something you know, over here or some shit. I hope but. that was accidental. That's see, terrible. I mean, well, it, it did seem accidental, but all the cops ran from the room and left him in the room alone while he just sat there and screamed. And then they were all hiding behind to, the other side of a door. They didn't try to blow it out with fire extinguisher. It was quite a while later until a cop came in there, and then he just like kind of patted him, and then and the guy was still alive at that time, but it like eventually killed him. But it was wow. a crazy video, and so I'm kind of glad everything's recorded. You know, so I kind of hold chick accountable. Like with that one, I mean, if they tase him like proper protocol, and the, I don't know, it was a crazy video though. Just seeing a guy get lit on fire because that used to be like when I was coming up on the internet. You know, you didn't see videos of people dying all the time. No, like, it's just all over. I mean, you you see videos of people just getting killed. I mean, on the internet, like a very normal thing. Like it was the bum fights was like the biggest deal when I was in high school, and I loved it. Uh, and I know like I should be ashamed of loving it because it was like horrible or whatever. Uh, but it's shit's way worse now. They're just nor nor like normal shit's worse than the shit they did on bum fights. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with bum fights or not. But, no, okay. uh, there was like these homeless guys that lived in like Vegas, and then some kid, like twenty year old kids, filmed them, and they would pay them money to do crazy shit, and then eventually they became like jackass type of scenario, you know. And Rufus was like their main bum, and he would fight this other guy and. He got like, you know, tattoos of dicks on his face and shit like that. I mean, they would really embarrass him, but he loved it, you know, and then they would like hire hookers and he would fuck hookers. And then they like that was on the video. Hell, that was a that was a dream. He went yeah. from homeless to fucking hookers and getting yeah. money. Uh, I want to say oh, shit. Kimbo Sloss was on the bump fights, but maybe it was just somewhat tied to it, you know, in my mind, because it was about that time period though, like when Kimbo Sloss was blowing up in the backyard fights. Um, it was a different time for the internet, and I loved it. You just get to random websites. You're like, check this shit out, bro. <laughs> and you're like, why? Everything now is on YouTube getting censored and shit. I know. It's like, I get censored for making a pot joke, but like you said, you can see people getting killed. Yeah. I don't understand. Why can't I make a pot joke? I didn't know they were censoring pot jokes. I know you can't call someone fat. That's how I, No, that's how I got banned uh, from TikTok on that seven-day ban, because mm. I said I was going to stick my meat pie inside the wet Betty. And showed a vi- uh, and had weed in a video. Yeah, I do. I saw someone else complain about pot videos getting taken down, but it's probably because China hates pot. For now, we got to get them stoned. Harold and Kumar four. Yeah, <laughs> go to China. Um, oh, a big news story in the world is that Microsoft bought Activision slash Blizzard. So people that don't know in the video game world. Activision makes Call of Duty, which is the biggest video game franchise. You know, I mean, every year they comes out and they sell the most games every year. And uh, Blizzard makes Warcraft and all that shit. Now, they've gotten a lot of hot water in the last year or so, like through the Me Too movement, where, um, you know, they've been really chauvinistic and, uh, I don't know, all kinds of sexual harassment claims and all this shit you know, came out. So they were dealing with that, and Microsoft basically stepped in and bought them for $68 billion, or $67 billion. Um, the CEO of Activision, I think, owned half of the company just straight up, so he's going to take them so much money. It's crazy, because he's stepping down with the purchase. And so, and a lot of people are really freaking out about this in the video game world. They're like, PlayStation's doomed. Like, PlayStation's stock took a huge hit. Um, it's not that big of a video. So to buy PlayStation stock now that it just took a hit. I would say, well, before it goes back. My up. thought is, and so I guess people know, like uh, Activision, like so they have Call of Duty. That's really the only game they make these days. They've put all their teams into just Call of Duty. They used to make some other games. So like they own Crash Bandicoot and Spyro, which are classic PlayStation franchises. And uh, they have, you know, Rock Band. You know, they have all these things that were big at one time. Uh, maybe it was Guitar Hero, not Rock Band, but one of those. And, uh, so I'm sure Xbox will try to revive them. But to me, it was a way bigger deal when Xbox bought Bethesda because that was those are like my favorite games, like the Elder Scrolls and Fallout. And I was like, God damn, I'm going to get an Xbox because of this shit. Whereas in these games, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't play any Activision. Overwatch, you know, I think your daughter plays. So yeah. that's one that'll be on there. Uh, so they'll probably become Xbox exclusives. And all these people are acting like PlayStation's doomed. But it's just strange to me because 
PlayStation is still puts out more and better games currently. I'm not saying like 10 years from now, it might not change. But at the moment, if you line up the exclusives on a PlayStation, the exclusives on the Xbox, you're like, oh, PlayStation has way more. There's new owners. They ain't got to fire the teams putting the shit together. True. I mean, and like I said, within however many years, I think they're going to probably Xbox should be putting out a lot of shit. Right. But they have Game Pass, which is good for the customers. Right. Like for right now, I'm like, hell yeah. How would you not? If you have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass, that's crazy. You pay. It's like Netflix. Right. You pay ten dollars a month or whatever it is. I'm not sure the exact price. And you can play all these games in this collection. You just download them and play them. Um, And so I would have to do that as well as a gamer. But there it you have to think of in a world where everyone's going to get cheap like that. How many games are they really going to make in the future? It's kind of like right now in the movies, they don't make that many good fucking movies because no one goes to the movies. Everyone just sits at home. And so like, they only put out like superhero movies and only sit, you know, that you'll fucking get at your ass to there, or they can make cheap and put on streaming services. So I do think that could be bad for video games in the long run. If Xbox is just buying everyone so that their games could be on their game pass motto or model. But again, I think if I was on Xbox, I would love it. I would subscribe day one and I would, you know, and play, word is PlayStation's putting out their own version of that soon. And if they do, I'm sure I would try it as well if it has games I want to play. But um, it's just weird the way the industry, like everything's consolidating, right? Like everyone's buying shit, like the way right. Disney bought Fox and bought, like everyone just is buying up everything. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like corporations running the world. I just think that's not I know, good. We're going to be back to fucking eight people owning the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, if Microsoft does everything right, that's, I mean, that's great. But uh, I don't trust Sony to do everything right either. It's just because Sony's in Japan, they're like kind of, I don't see them. I don't think about it like that. Where Microsoft like owns every computer and, uh, you know, they just seem more like an evil empire to me. And Billy Gates controlling the weather and the vaccine mandates. And apparently they're putting a goddamn microchip in people for all the people that were like saying microchips. And they're like, you're crazy there. I saw shit. And again, this could be fake, but where it was like, no, they are going to try to put a little chip underneath people in their hand that keeps track of their digital wallet, such as their vaccines they've had and money in their debit account and shit like that. And I was like, but of not me. want access to my money. Not me but ever. Wouldn't it, but for a chip, in my mind, wouldn't the uh, device have to be somewhat a little bit wider and flat than a pointy needle, or am I just tripping? Well, in my I'm mind, I'm sure it wouldn't be a needle. I would actually think they would probably just inject it in a certain, like, I mean, maybe it's a needle, but it's like a razor. Yeah, it'd be like know, a flat. Yeah. Kind of like you see on a space moon. <laughs> yeah, a little gun. The, t- yeah, the yeah. thing for sure. Uh, and maybe that was is just all to scare people. Um, but and I don't I'm not religious at all so I'm not saying it's because the mark of the beast I just don't I don't I'm not going to be definitely first in line for that now if they come to the world like you have to to get on the spaceship to go to the other planet sure or whatever I guess but yeah it was funny the other day my wife opened her computers like is it good I start the day on 666 I was like well you're non-religious so it shouldn't fucking affect you and she just busted up laughing yeah <laughs> I mean mark of the beast I mean I kind of plan to I think it's funny when uh, people get weirded out at it stuff like when i if i go to a store and it comes out the city i just i mean i think it's super funny but i, I know some people, people get put really other weird. shit on their fucking ticket and stuff yeah that's that's crazy to me i'm just like oh okay cool you're gonna pay more because that's, okay right well and i could be wrong i think it's not even proven the 666 is like this like i think it's just like a thing people thought a while ago and they kind of ran with it but you know maybe some theological scholars will know the answer but so I, I did me. think I come up with the uh, perfect work schedule. That's cool. So Monday through Thursday, ten to four a or ten a.m. to four p.m., eleven a.m. to seven, eleven p.m. to seven a.m. at the two different places. Do that for four days. It's fourteen hours, fifty-six hours a week. Get off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I don't have the overtime taxes because they're both you know thir- one's thirty, one's twenty-four. So yeah, right. Well, hell yeah. I think I figured it out. The way to the way to do it. Well, you're gonna get to catch up on your sleep on the weekends, hopefully. Yeah. How was the going out to a restaurant? You know, I know you're excited about that last uh, week. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, we went out at the uh, taco factory. Just well, we like their food. I don't care about the stories. Did you so. see any waiters jacking off waiters? No, I didn't. Um, that's all I would look for. Fucking dinner and a show. You know. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
Hell, fucking, there's uh, more that's happened just back in the day at other places. Just yeah. people waited till close. I mean, the reason I don't go to La Fiesta, which is just right down the road, is because the, I, there were so many stories about waiters jacking off in queso that I, when I was in college. Now, maybe someone just made that right. up. Before we moved to this town, there was someone shitting in a chili at Sonic. Oh, shit. Supposedly. You had never heard that story? No. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah, it happened in like the late 90s, like 99 or something. Someone shit. Or, Interesting. Yeah, uh, I think you could tell that instantly. Maybe not. Maybe it was a little fruity, you know, second harvest. <laughs> second harvest. Um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot. I've been working on a lot of music lately. Uh, I thought Internet Friends 4 was going to be my next album I put out, you know, because it's like this whole collab I'm going to work on. And I'm still stuck around 13 songs done. Uh, about four people claiming they're going to get some more to me. And uh haven't heard yet, but I gave them to the end of February. And then so I started working on some other songs. And now I'm up to like seven of those done. So I'm like, fuck, I might have making a whole other fucking album before we even get our net friends four done. So who knows? All up in the air. Yeah, so uh, the other day I was at the uh, main, shop, main shop dispensary. And... uh I'm counting the money like I do in the morning, and I hear all this yelling and commotion. I was like, oh, fuck no. And I just scoop it all up, throw it to safe, lock it, go to the door, and there's this dude out there just fucking screaming and throwing a fit and kicking this car, and I was like, fuck, he's one of ours. Like, I recognized him as a customer. He usually comes in on a night shift, but he's been in on my shift a time or two. Kind of a got a little twitch to him, maybe a little tweaker. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't sure. Uh, so, uh, just tall, skinny, just got that goofy look about him. By this time, every shop owner on the block has their head out looking at this motherfucker. He looks up and V-lines for my shop. I'm like, God damn it. Why do you got to come here? You know, you just threw a fit in the whole fucking street. And then, so I sold him a pre-roll, you know, because he's a card holder, showed his card. And I picked about the best ones. Like, all right, you need to go calm down. And he came back about 45 minutes later. And I was like, all right, now we're going to have a conversation. If you ever throw a fit like that out there in the fucking street, do not come in my shop. Right. I don't want that in here. Who was he throwing a fit at? Him, people with him. Like, he brought the problems. Yeah, he brought the problems from home because he got slapped in the face. And he... uh come in yelling i just broke my pipe it was full of resin i was like dude you didn't calm down i know nothing i can do for you there <laughs> yeah it's so funny to hear full resin because i mean their whole reason i have my fake record label called resin bowl records uh which somebody i mean llc or may, maybe it'll be a different name who the fuck knows uh is because i used to be that guy i would love you know i'd all the black and that shit and then i'd spend a day harvesting it all and i would save it all and then it's almost like sourdough a little bit, a little bit. And uh, me and Pow Wow would just have days where we would just smoke so much resin. And the idea now that I would give a fuck enough about resin or that I was poor enough. And maybe that's just because I'm fucking bougie these days in my weed ways. But the fact that, like, I would just go buy weed. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing smoking? No, it wasn't as easy to get. We had to wait for certain times for certain dealers to be yeah, off true. work. And you had to have certain meeting places that wasn't busy. And I mean... I, me and Powell developed this shit we call black powder that I still think of all the time. And then he'll, me and him will still bring it up every once in a while and just laugh about it. And it was like, we had this big tin, like the Christmas cookies came in or something. And we just, whenever a bowl was like done, but not but like, there was probably like a hit or two, you know, but we didn't really want to hit it. You just put it in the black powder tin. And we'd also put resin in that when we cleaned out resin and we would just collect all this shit. And, or if like weed was on the table and you need to quickly clean it off, you would just throw it into the, in that 10 and so it would just collect into like all the fucking throwaways so then that became a thing it's like we ain't got any weeds black powder day and it would just be this resin scrappy fucking half smoke <laughs> it was so gross but we smoked it all the, the time the dude at Lisbon garage does that too I call it a sourdough stash and I mean he even makes little like tries to make little resin moon rock balls and <laughs> yeah. yeah oh man and it's so uh but I, I do that too and i'm like god damn to think of a time that i was actually like picking crumbs of weed out of the carpet to hit that last bowl because i spilt it and the weed guy wasn't gonna be available till next day yeah they, man there's some rough times back in the day you know? or i mean like i you can get a lot of keef these days you know i can do a keef bowl every once in a while uh not that big of a deal but it used to seem like way more rare to build up enough keef to do a keef bowl 
Where now I'm like, man, I could do fucking five key bowls in a row right now. <laughs> like, you know, but it's just... This is just the, the a little rougher, a little harsher. Yeah, weed's a little different. Um, and also, a part of me thinks we missed the the shit that was in the Mexican brick weed. You know, the reason it was a brick is because they put manure in it and pressed it. And there has to be something about smoking the cow shit or donkey shit, whatever it was that we were smoking. They had to be doing something different. Because there are times you're like, the weed hit different, even well, though it was shitty back they're then. They're pulling the CBD out and trying to drive the THC... Yeah. Turps up, so now you got kind of two separate plants. Back in the day when we had the brickweed, we had an all inclusive plant. It's true. Whenever I come across some shit that has like high numbers of both, the CBD, CBD is an amazing on the body. It's probably the most medicinal thing on the shelf. Yeah, I don't hate it. It just now, yeah, if you find CBD stuff, it's just CBD, you know, or it's like real low THC. I'm like, no, no, why can't we just no, have it no, all? No, I want the head change soon. Yeah, let's be real about it. Need it all. Um, so anyway. Then I had another guy that uh, comes around. and another Video game guy? Huh? The video game guy? The video game. We're going to call him the video game bandit. Hell yeah. And uh, he, I mean, another one that I met on one of the night shifts I was covering, he just comes and sits in a chair. He he played a guitar, played like three chords, like, I play good? I'm like, not really, but, you know, I ain't really heard much, so. And uh, he's like, well, sometimes I just pray for my guitar. I'm like, all right. So I hadn't seen him in a minute. He don't usually come on a day shift. So he comes in. Hey, man, you care if I play some Galaga? Jerry lets me come in and play Galaga. All right, cool. Play some Galaga. There wasn't nothing going on. I didn't give a fuck. And he was far away, a good 30, 40 feet away from me. So I don't give a shit. But then, you know, after a while, he leaves, goes to pet store, bugs them for a while. He comes back. I get a female customer. This dude's playing Galaga. And I hear him. Do you have a boyfriend? She starts to turn around. I didn't let her get all the way around. I was like, you will not talk to my customers. And he gets a shit and he leaves. And he comes back and Jerry's like, man, you, you know, you can't be doing that. You know, just don't, you know, come around here no more. Came in the next day. Man, I apologize about that. I was like, yeah, you can't talk to customers like that. Uh, yeah, I was, I was high. All right. Man, you ever tried cotton candy weed? But he doesn't he, have a card. He doesn't that. have a card. Right. So I was like, at that point, I'm like, yeah, you got to go. He takes three steps, turns around. Have you? I'm like, please leave. Takes three steps, turns around. Have you? Have you? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. He come in on Jerry Chef last night again and done the same thing. That's about the cotton candy weed? Yeah. <laughs> same thing. Well, hell yeah. I mean, he might really like it. Maybe it's some good shit. So that's, a, that's the west side of town. This fellow over there. Well, yeah, I mean, I know you like tweakers, so I'm glad you get to see them. <laughs> uh, they're good to make fun of, I guess. Yeah, I would say at my job, I see very, very few tweakers. I hope so. <laughs> Shit. It's uh, that, that, not quite as fun. Maybe y'all can start pinpointing them early and we can, you know, get a, maybe get some interventions going. So if I... Um, we've mentioned if I, we ever have a kid, I'm gonna have to get a different job, probably where I do a night shift stuff, and then I'm not gonna see tweakers. You know, if I work a night shift somewhere, but I um, work the day shift. It's, no, yeah, that's true. But it's kind of like there's a few homeless communities. I guess the city's just kind of ignoring. I mean, and so while they pull ourselves up by their bootstraps. Well, when one person, when when the uh, overnight place where these people stay closes because they make them go out, they're supposed to go get jobs and shit. You right. know, during the day. Yeah, but they just. Walk towards where I work over there and back and forth. I call them the walkers. Yeah. I, you speaking of walking, uh, I know I mentioned this fucking podcast called Radio Lab all the time, but this podcast called Radio Lab. I've been catching up on some episodes. And in this episode, they talked about the Lost Boys of the Sudan. And I guess this was the big news story in like the early 90s, but I was too young to know what the fuck was going on. And uh, the northern. I believe this is right. The northern Sudanese people just started attacking the southern Sudanese by just fucking killing them, right? And then a lot of these parents all had the same idea. They all thought this little civil war was going to last like a week or two. And so they just told their kids, they sent them with some food and said, just fucking walk east or west, whichever way. I think it was west. Uh, and uh, this will be over soon. But they're trying to... when they, The North were coming in to kill the kids because they knew the kids would become the army. So they were coming down and just murdering people's children, wow. by the way. And so, uh, anyway, everyone sent their kids off because they didn't want them to get murdered. And all these kids just became this fucking roaming 
fucking traveling group across the Sudan called the Lost Boys of the Sudan, where they were just a big fucking Roman pack of like 12, 13, 7, 8 year old, you know, all these ages. And uh, they eventually made it somewhere that they could, uh, they, a few made it to America, you know, and if, like, so they were telling their story of how they got, like, nine of them got the call, of, like, all right, you're getting taken to America and in place with families. And they were like, I've been fucking walking across the Sudan for years, you know, Damn. like, and I was like, that is pretty crazy. But they're, the reason they could easily get taken over, according to this, is that they never had recorded history. They didn't have writing. All they had was oral stories, and this Radio Labs miniseries was all about uh, recordings and shit. And so they got a cassette tape, and their people gave like a told them their whole family story on this cassette tape, and like these people still own it. And this is like this is the only history because we didn't have written language in the fucking early nineties, you know, like which is crazy. They just didn't, wow. you know, their culture didn't. But the way they used to tell their stories is. They would uh, go tell a guy, a rapper, if you will. It's I think this explains quite a bit of how like black people are just way more musical than everyone else, you know, in a lot of ways. And it's because of things like this, uh, because they didn't have written language like books and shit. They would just come up with vert songs about different stories of their life, and then uh, they would go to, like to this guy who I, I'm calling a rapper, but he has a real fu- a ping or no a pings the guys that memorize it whatever these fucking song makers are called. And he listens to their story and he's like, all right, I'll see you in a week. And they leave. And that time he creates this couple song and he comes back and sings a two hour song for them one time. And it's up to them to remember it, to memorize it. in that one time, and then that is their song that they teach their kids. And then they, when they meet people, they sing their whole two hour song to them to tell them their story of their family. I would right? fuck that up right away. I can remember <laughs> that first time. Right. And so to think like, that's how these people in the Sudan live forever. And then, so if anyone now is like a descendant of that, of course they're probably more musical than motherfuckers that didn't do that. Right. But this one guy I talked to, he, he's called a ping and he's basically, he has a, a, an amazing memory. There's certain people in the tribe that could just hear one and then they would know it. They would know it instantly. So people will hire him or people like him to go listen to it. And then he would ride with them back to their village and teach it to people, you know, it's so like, there's like this whole other person that exists in their tribes called these pings. that like, that was just their job was to learn songs and teach it to people. And I'm like, Oh, this just is, was fucking fascinating. It's crazy shit. Wow. <laughs> I don't. And so, yeah, anyway, and then those people, their ancestors like go to America and be a good doctor, be a great man. And so like, they go on and try to, you know, be awesome, but it's like, yeah, but you, I don't know. Their life was so <laughs> different. So crazy. Um, yeah, that's a. I think that's about all I could tell this week. I mean, I've got micromanaged at one place, kind of. Yeah. Went a little sour, but you know, I ain't going to throw that out there. Yeah, but it it was interesting. Well, I'm sure maybe you'll get over it, or they will. Oh, I'm over it. Yeah, well, them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Move on. Move forward. Yeah, I was rude at work today too. You know, but I just said fuck it. Well, when something irritates me that is so dumb and could have all been avoided if you just had to kept your nose in your goddamn own lane. Yep, yep. You know, I, I, I have opinions on, and I, I was asked my opinion on a phone call today. I was like, you sure you want it? You right. asked me, so I'm going to tell it like I see it. I said, when y'all ask me, I get to speak like I want. If I come to you, I have to be reserved. Right. I mean, makes sense to me. And I was like, do you understand? And it was like, yeah, okay. And then I let it out. Well, my thought was it's Friday. I'll just be an asshole. And we have the weekend coming up. Like uh, I said, I just got the perfect schedule and I'm trying to, you know, get my sleep out of the way on Friday morning while the kids are at school and I can actually hang out with family because, you know, the 78 and 70 hours is just too much. Now that I've got the schedule worked out, I can spend time with family again and afford to do shit. And uh, yeah, I went and took the cash tax throwing last week. Yeah, I saw I, that. So that that's that's fun. I mean, Don't yeah, just throwing at, yeah, just throwing hatchets at a fucking board of I it. Mean, it was fun though. Right. How expensive is it? I was wondering that. It was like twenty four for an hour or something, maybe. Right. It wasn't too bad. I mean, you have like an hour, hour and a half, two hour. Me and Cash did an hour and a half. I mean, I miss bowling a lot. I miss yeah. bowling a great deal. And that's a that, that is would a hobby be, I enjoyed. And then they had a tic tac toe board and then they have dry erase boards where you can keep score and they have a circle. I mean, you could make it a comp. Petition, if you want. I mean, me and Cash, we were just having fun. We're happy to be out the fucking house and be able to do something, you know? Right, for sure. Um, yeah, we got this goddamn laser zone bowling. And I had, like it's it. been closed since COVID. Oh, has it? Is that and wait, the rumor is that it's not opening back up or going to be changed into another casino. 
Mm-hmm. That's rumor, but it's been many rumor for a while. If y'all like casino, I mean, Oklahoma, we got them. We got them. You know, we're not shit for kids, but we got adult games. Uh, I used to go until I won a couple times in a row. And I said, I'm done. I, I know how this shit works. You think I'm, I mean, I won like a few hundred dollars and I won like $500. I was like, I'm done. I guess what's the chance no, I'm going to win like, again? Me, I'll take a 20 in and like five minutes later, I'm, I'm done. I'm like, this ain't even fun. Yeah. Because I refuse to put it. I only take so much money in. Right. I mean, there's been times where I played a few hours and kind of made 20, 30 bucks, but nothing big. Yeah. I don't know. People love gambling. It's something I really enjoyed betting on horse races when I was in high school. Uh, when I turned 18, the one in Duncan had a horse racing room. They got rid of about a year in. And you would just sit there and have like fucking screens from all over the world. And you'd be like, I want to have much money on this horse. And you and your friends could all choose a horse. Like, so it was like fun, right? Oh, trust me. I understand. I got a little story of my own about that type yeah. of shit. And I thought it was so good. And then I remember uh, one of my friends betting however much money on some horse. It wins. And then he goes to cash it in. And the girl's like, this isn't for that horse. It's for whatever. And he goes, you're the one. I-. You know, he got so mad, but he didn't check his ticket. She must have hit the wrong number or whatever. Oh, you know, he was cheering it the whole time. And I remember it was like a big deal. Like, we almost like, got kicked out of the fucking casino because he was throwing a fit. Like, how like, much you, money would it have been? I mean, he only spent like $10, but he would have won like 70 And then you're in high school. That's a big deal. Right. You know? Uh, but I remember that was definitely the most fun part of it. And then when they got rid of that, I was real bummed. So. Yeah, so I worked with a guy at Banzio's named Stan, and he was really into horse racing. He followed trainers owners uh, you know he really followed the horse race he's he was originally from california and used to be able to go to the tracks all the time right and he would run little you know three card money games in the parking lot you know he's a little hustler and uh he was real good horse race he taught me into going play because we could go right up the fucking chicken sauce fucking place horse bet right you know so i saw i gave in one time and i I think I spent $30 on some tickets and then I bet on one that's one because you can do like these trifectas and superfectas. And I bet this one little group to for uh, to win, place, and show. You know, I picked, a, you know, you get like four horses. Yeah, you can do, there's different ways you to can do box it. them. Yeah. And I, there's a lot of interesting ways. And, and I fucking, it was the uh, Kentucky Derby and I fucking won like $370 off a $30 bet. Oh, yeah. So I was just, I was fucking hooked and I was ready to go. And then like two months later, it closed down. I'm like, son of a bitch. Can't have anything nice. Uh, I guess there's a way to bet online because he does it, but. Right. Well, you know. it's also like I listen to all these podcasts and it's strongly hinted because they'll have like a VPN thing. So it's like set your f- phone to be located anywhere. And then the next one's like bet on games if you're in these states. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you can find ways around it. But um, I would love I mean, I think I can make money betting on basketball games because I know a lot, you know, but you're yeah. like, then again, I'd probably get addicted and fucking lose all my money. <laughs> and so, yeah, because it'd be that one game your player didn't show up to fucking play. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're like the fucking guy in the Sopranos losing your goddamn hardware business, um, or outdoor men biz, whatever. That would suck, man. Yeah, uh, I've never had that. When I lived with Pow Wow, Pow Wow was addicted to gambling, and I used to make fun of him that he was just trying to be a stereotypical Indian. And he was like, I would try to do that as like motivation of like, bro, quit getting addicted to gambling. What's wrong with you? But that's how he would go, and he would he play poker and blackjack, the ones that are like skill based, right? And so to him. Well, I can control it. And you're like, mm, can you, though? Because you're losing. So we got this thing because he was losing, like, money. We needed to pay bills, shit. And so I'd be like, all right, give me half your money before we walk in. And he would. And I would go use his money to play the slot machines while he lost all of his other money. And uh, try to keep it balanced. And I'd, I would win a $30, $20. Royal Reels, I'm just... And again, this it's not skill based, so it's just whatever. But Royal Rails, I could play around normally because it'll give you like this little bonus screen and it'll get you back up and you can fuck around. around. So every once in a while, I'd win some money or I wouldn't. But then there were a couple of times, Pow Wow was like, I want a thousand bucks for getting a new big screen TV. And we left the casino, went to Walmart, bought a big screen, and took it home. So there were <laughs> cool parts about it. Um, but yeah. I was also like, God, bro, you got to chill. Because, you know, he was just getting, like, all this FAFSA money and shit. And he was like, casino. And I was like, ugh. All right. Fucking college kids get money, man. <laughs> I know. Uh, but it was fun. It was a fun time. And I talking to the tweakers. There ain't no better place to find tweakers than a casino. 
I mean, they'll be all fucking jaw jawing out, fucking rubbing it. They think they got to rub the machine a certain way, and they're gonna win. I know they all do. They all do these like these, these man. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's so funny. They'll rub them a certain way, and they'll do it every spin. I haven't been to a casino since I quit smoking cigarettes, but I think that'd be the hardest part because everyone's smoking in the casino, and that was the best part. You'd go in and be like, smoke, drink. Yeah, they'd fucking little. Uh, people, workers, like you need Dr. Pepper. I'm like, I love Dr. Pepper. They come bring you one and shit. And you're like, hell yeah. I only order drinks while you're playing. Yeah. Uh, because they're free that way, right? That's how it is in Vegas for alcoholic drinks. But yeah. in Oklahoma, they typically charge yeah, you for alcohol. Yeah, they'll drinks. try to get that guy come up and get you. He's like, what do you need to order? Like, Hold on a second. And I'll log in and, right. you know, get that game started. And that way I can get that free shit. I, I remember William Powell went to Vegas. I remember he went up and ordered something and they had a. Ca- a slot machine built into the bar mm-hmm. and I put a dollar in it and then asked for a drink and the guy handed it to me and he charged powwow. And dude, I was like, <laughs> dude, well, that's how I learned the person yeah. beside me. And I, I seen that. And I'm like, Oh, fuck. And he's like, you wasn't logged in yet. Right. Like, All right. Got you. It's a weird system. They have well, me and Pat, when we say the Hooters hotel and, uh, not, not the biggest place. And honestly, I thought Vegas was super overrated, but again, I don't love gambling right. and powwow lost all his money very quickly. Yeah, uh, we in Vegas did really go to the casinos. We just kind of done the whole strip and drank a little here, ate a little here. We lost that's some nice restaurants. Almost all of our money immediately. Or Powell lost almost all of his money immediately, and then we were surviving off my money. And it was like, we got a couple more days, bro. So we got to figure out something hey, to do. He went out quick, huh? He was like. I was playing three card poker, and when the Asian woman was there, I was winning. And then they moved her out, and all of a sudden, I was losing. And I was well, like, "You know, when they switch, you got to move." <laughs> yeah, and then that was it. Was all their fault, you know? And I was like, "All right, power, new dealer, new deck." <laughs> but it was, uh, I mean, for his twenty first, so he enjoyed it with his gambling ass. But for me, I was like, "No, nah, this isn't for me." For whatever reason, <laughs> hell yeah. But, all right, man. Well, we'll call us now. And like I said, I'm gonna try. Maybe next week we can get a music episode in if we get enough songs. Um, I think Skinny said he's clear to come back over as well. So maybe next weekend, since I know you have weekends off, we'll Hell yeah. schedule one of those. I'll hit up the internets for some songs and shit. But peace, man. Peace.